0: CEO Diaries, powered by Harper Ellis Hair Co.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the CEO Diaries. I'm super excited to still be hosting, and still. I have. Oh, come on, it's my intro now.
0: <laughs> so,
1: you know, I have a lot of personal questions for Tara today. Um, these aren't as much business, some of them maybe, but these are a little bit more of her personal life. She does try to hide that one from you, so we're going to expose those today. So okay. Are you ready
0: to get started? Let's go.
1: Okay, so in the last episode, you told us about a real estate situation you have going on. Can you tell us more about that, and why is Hairdresser getting into being a real estate agent.
0: Well, I maybe I just want to switch careers completely. Okay, you know, New I'm slash. for it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, so, real estate's always been something that I've wanted to get into. I feel like in this time of my life, I'm more focused than ever on like the actual wealth building of my life, and I'm like thinking about what I'm going to leave my son, and I'm thinking about when I get old. And, you know, I'm all about financial freedom. If you guys are hearing my dogs move around in the background, it's... Oh. Oh. It's bring your dogs to work day because they have to go to the groomer in a minute. So just bear with me. <laughs> oh, she's like Excuse you. Um, so, you know, I'm really thinking about the future. And honestly, it's something we all should be doing. Yeah. And I think that we don't do it enough, especially hairdressers. I cannot tell you guys how many hairdressers that I coach that have zero plan for just a simple retirement. Mm-hmm. And you guys, what I mean by simple retirement is like just survival yeah. after a certain age, you know, especially being a hairdresser. It's not something that you can do long term. And, you know, you, I don't know very many hairdressers that are 100 years old and still doing hair. No. Now, maybe we will. I don't know. <laughs> but probably not. And so what I'm trying to say is, you know, more, more now than ever, I... And really focused on the future, but I don't want that to get lost in you know how I started was mm-hmm. building this badass business behind the chair,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's what gave me the money to start Harper's Hair Co. Mm-hmm. and the means to start Harper's Hair Co. and the sort of the freedom to start Harper's Harper Hair Co. because I had a little bit of money in the bank because of this awesome business that I built behind the chair, okay. and so it all started there. And, you know, being in, getting into real estate is something that I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted to do mainly just multifamily. And um, that's just where I feel like the money's at, yeah. if you want to be honest. And so um, about six months ago, I set a goal, and it was actually a three-year goal. So this goes to show you guys, sometimes when you set goals, they're way too small. Um, my <laughs> three-year goal was to have a seven-figure real estate portfolio. Yeah. And in 30 days, I will have a, a seven-figure, I can't even say it, because yeah. it's hard to say, <laughs> um, a seven-figure real estate portfolio. And so, That's amazing. Um, yeah, it took me six months or less. And so, um, and you know, I, when, I, when I made this goal, I was like, how am I going to make this happen? Because, yeah. you know, it requires sometimes cash and mm-hmm. research and finding the right properties and stuff like that. And um, I just kind of set my mind to it. I spent my free time in doing, you know, research. And so, yeah, here we are. I'm now a real estate girly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hold on, I have dog hair in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Moving <laughs> on.
1: So, um, you know, I think that you know that is the kind of the innovation of the future with like business you know, personally, is I don't think that we should always, like, stick to one stream of income on anything. I think that that multifaceted, you know, streams of income is, like, the key to it. Um, but, like you said, I do agree with you that, you know, being a hairdresser, like, is a very good place to start with getting your foot in the door. Because, you know, just, just like you've taught me, it's like, you know, you, yes, you are doing hair. But you're also meeting people, mm-hmm. so like, what other, you know, and like everyone trusts their hairdresser, yeah. So it's like, kind of crazy. why not make all those connections <laughs> while you're a hairdresser and then turn it into a business operation later yeah. on? I'm just saying, totally. some free advice. Totally. Anyway, moving on.
0: And you know, like one of our <laughs> one of the people that I've been, you know, it's been helping me get into this real estate mm-hmm. um, forefront is actually one of our clients. Yeah. She's she's now your she client, is, yeah. but they've been long term friends of ours and clients, and so. Um, you know, you just, that's what's the yep. beauty about standing behind the chair is you get to make relationships with these mm-hmm. people, and then, gosh, they're going to turn into something bigger, if you allow it. But like yeah. some of you guys are just going to step back. I don't mean this, I do mean this with love, but some of you guys are going to step back, and you're never going to transform those relationships yeah. into anything. You're just going to ride along and mm-hmm. see what happens, and you're going to wake up, and you're going to be 65, you're going to wish that you hadn't. So,
1: Yeah, I agree. So... You know, I can, I can imagine that, you know, now that you're a real estate girly and um, a CEO. Can I put that in my bio on a, Instagram. A, you know, a hairstylist and, you know, everything under the sun. I really don't know what you're not, you know. Um,
0: how. I'm not a whale trainer at SeaWorld.
1: That was her dream. In case that was my know. first
0: dream, in case you guys didn't know. I wanted to be, I wanted to swim with the killer whales <laughs> and, you know, sound smart now. Um, but I wanted to be a well trainer. I even applied for like a summer internship at SeaWorld and then Blackfish came out and now like, you know, the poor little killer whale that died the other day, not little, but you know what I mean? Um, (laughs) it was just sad. I would never do that these days, but it's. When I was seven years old and I saw these whale trainers fly up in the air at SeaWorld and come back, I'm like, oh, that is what I want to be.
1: That is it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes we all have crushed dreams, <laughs> yeah. but some of them are our best unanswered, yeah. you know? Exactly. It's, it's fun. Um, <laughs> but, you know, with all of that, it's very a reasonable idea to assume, or maybe not assume, like I just it's never good to assume, but, like, does that affect your marriage any?
0: Oh, my marriage. Um my marriage is, I think, you know, at the end of the day, like it's, it's as much work as my businesses are. Uh-huh. And I think that's where people get it twisted. Like, you know, now, on the, first, on the forefront of that, like finding a great person and finding someone that sees the same vision as you, uh-huh. that's step one. You sometimes can't change that. Uh-huh. Like, if you pick the wrong person, I don't know what you're going to do from here. I've actually done that before. I've picked the total wrong person. And so the reality of it is it's just so much work. And I feel like Josh and I are in this. We talked about this the other night. We're in this, like, roommate phase almost where you're like, you know, high five, you know, here's here's the kid. Pass him off because actually Josh, you know, is starting um, a business of his own right now. And so it's a juggling act. But, you know, like, could my marriage be better? Always. Like, you know, it really could. Right now, are we in a season where I sometimes want to absolutely kill him all the time? You saw us I mean, bickering this morning in my in my office. I
1: may have been in the middle of it.
0: I the I'm, like, thing, I'm gonna go. I gotta go. Uh, the good thing about it is, you know, Josh handles it so well, and he's like, I know, you know, he's like, I get on her nerves, and I'm sure I get on his nerves. He's just nicer than I am. Yeah, yeah. And so he don't tell me where I'm like, dude, you've got to straighten up. But long story short, I mean. Marriage could also always be better. I'm yeah. really excited. We're just in this building season of life. And I'm looking forward to that. And I'm not saying I'm passing it away. I want to do it now. But I'm looking forward to that season of life where we get to like invest into each mm-hmm. other. Because right now we're investing more into the life. So that yeah. later, when we decide to date again, yeah. we are like riches. And <laughs> yeah. we don't have any worries other than like, let's go make out on the beach somewhere, Josh. Yeah. And so, you know. It's just seasons of life, and I think that if you embrace the season and just understand you're both on the same page, I think that's what helps a lot. So it's not perfect. I do miss him some nights when I have a two year old in between us, and you know, that's just the reality of our life right now. So I love that Um, because I mean, you know, we all see it
1: like he's such a big supporter, he's such a big fan. Um, I will say, and I'm just gonna call you out on this one it's like we don't see him a lot on Instagram. And I'm going to say this also, I've seen your statistics, and I know it performs very well when he's on there. So why do we not see more of Josh Harville well, on Instagram?
0: The reality is social media makes me money, mm-hmm. and Josh, he does make me money. Now that he's got this new business, yeah. I'm like, I fulfilled my long-term dream of having a sugar daddy. Yeah. Um, now he's my sugar daddy. And I'm just kidding, but... <laughs> um, you know, when I post Josh, it doesn't make me money. When I post yeah. a class, that makes me money. So I love that. Um, I guess that's probably why. And also, like, I don't know how much he loves being in front of the camera. Yeah, like, I can... He does... I'm sure everyone likes the attention, but then sometimes he's like, all right, we're done here. You know, so... Um, I don't know. Maybe I just have other things to talk about. And I think I just try to keep some point of my life private. And that's yeah. one of them. You know, yeah. like the relationship, I'm just like, nobody. It's very commendable. I'm very guarded there. Yeah. And I'm like, don't you, don't you be trying to come in. I'll just... And you, know, you at the
1: knees. Well, you know those, like, good old country boys. They don't really like <laughs> yeah, social media very exactly. much. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, and he's, he's working all the time, yeah. so, you
1: know. She's so like, when do y'all have time? Y'all don't see each other, no. Right, <laughs> yeah, we don't even see each other right now,
0: so I wouldn't know when I would
1: get him on social media. <laughs> Take a picture as he goes by. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, so, you, know, you did mention that he's your sugar daddy, so is he the one that buys all your designer shoes?
0: Um, L-O-L, no. Um, no, I, when I say sugar daddy... He is doing so well right now, and I'm just so proud of him because, you know, I have I feel like we've kind of switched, not switched roles, but um, I've sort of supported the dream for a little mm-hmm. bit, and, you know, I, I now I don't need support on my dream, but, you know, he, he's doing well, so I'm really excited for him, um, but past that, no, he does not buy any of my designer <laughs> stuff because I don't need him to. And it's really fun to have your own money, I feel. Mm-hmm. I, I really suggest that for every marriage. We share money. Yes. Like, we actually, probably in the last two years, Josh and I share bank accounts, mm-hmm. and that was never a thing when we first got married. I was like, oh, we're keeping this separate. This is the secret to happiness. We don't do that anymore because it's actually not. I mean, let's share and move on. Um, but the thing about it is, is like, when he wants to buy something, he can. Because he wor- mm-hmm. he works for it, mm-hmm. and he works hard. And when I want to buy something, I can. Like, we just have that mutual respect. And the main thing is we have that mutual trust. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like is the key to, you know, buying designer shoes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows that I'm, he trusts me that I'm not going to go out and blow our life savings and yeah. Louis Vuitton. And so... Yeah. You know, and maybe I will. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> you know, it's that trust of like he knows where I know I have a limit and he know I know that he has a limit when it comes to buying Sika hunting gear. If some of you guys know what
1: Yeah, I bought some last year. Yeah, it's, it's... the same price as
0: Exactly. Same price so as he I'm shoots. like, <laughs> we have our trade offs. I'm like, dude, that's expensive. So I'm gonna go to Louis Vuitton. Thank you. Bye. All right.
1: I like that. <laughs> so you know, you talk a lot about having these two different businesses and you know, clearly Josh is just got his up and running, and that, you know, that has to be a lot. So what are some, like, key points of, like, how y'all manage running two different big operations that y'all both have going?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so hard, and we have so many challenges. I mean, just last night, I'm in the bath with Fletcher. I'm like, all right, what's the plan for tomorrow? Because I knew this morning would be hectic, hence why my dogs are here, because I have to take them to the groomer after this episode. Um, and normally that's something he would do. But he mm-hmm. had a job that he had to be on this morning along with we had to get a... We have someone new that is watching our kid in the afternoon, so we had to get her a car seat. You know, just the list goes on. You guys know, day-to-day life. And so I'm sitting in the bathtub, and I'm like, all right, what's the plan for tomorrow? He's like, I don't know. And I could tell, like, he was very stressed because his to-do list was long. And I'm like, hey. And you guys know I'm not sexist, but men don't communicate like women do. Why? Like, no. you, you guys... You, you don't. And so it's like, I don't know. You just like shut down and walk out. I'm like, come back. Never done
1: that before. <laughs> yeah, you
0: do that all the time to me. So, uh, I'm like, come back. Let's figure out a plan. Okay, you've got this in the morning. I've got this in the morning. Okay, I'll do X, Y, Z. You do X, Y, Z. And then it works amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, you just have to communicate because right now we are high-fiving in and out of the door. We're passing off the kid. Okay, love you, bye. Um, we are we run our marriage kind of like a business that might seem kind of crazy but like at night when we have time together we actually make a to-do list mm-hmm. a, a, we have a it's on the our phones it's like T&J's to-do list And um, we have like things that we both need to cross off, and it's like little things like call the bank and and do Mm -hmm. this or move this money or, you know. So we run it like a business because you Mm -hmm. have to, and then that's the only time that we're able to have time together. And normally our time together isn't until the weekends, and that's why I take my weekends so seriously. I'm like, that's my time with my family, and um, yeah. So it's just hard. You just have to like if it's not working, just find a way to make it work. Yeah. So sounds like it.
1: Sounds like you got it going on.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know run it like a business <laughs> I can do that
1: hey, hey you run a good business so that must mean you can run a good marriage right <laughs> lots
0: of love let me tell you lots
1: of love. <laughs> so just kind of moving away from marriage um let's go on to another topic of like that I'm seeing a little bit more of here and there on your social media is like your like health and wellness journey um <laughs>
0: Sir, that is the
1: hell, man. Okay, so, you know, we're going to move on a little bit away from the marriage, and we're going to go on a little different journey um, now, because I've seen that you've started embracing this, like, health and wellness journey. I see you, like, working out with this weird, like, mask thing on, and you're, like, cooking yourself under, like, the, like, heating lamps or whatever (laughs) they may be. I used to use red lights in a goat barn, so (laughs) I don't know what you're doing. So can you, like... Give us a little bit of insight of what you're actually doing.
0: (laughs) Well, now that you put it that way. (laughs) um, Okay, so I guess two different things. Uh, Recently, yes, I've really started to pay attention to my health and just kind of working on myself from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I've done is I've actually taken a genetic and a full blood panel. Highly recommend it to everyone. You really figure out, like, what genes you have, what mutations you have, what variants you have. And it literally will tell you like what vitamins you should be taking in order to feel your best. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's my main thing is I like, in order for me to build, you know, my next goal with Harper's hair code is a hundred million. And in order for me to be the person to be able to do that, Mm -hmm. obviously with my team, um, which is why I'm so very passionate about my team being healthy too, you know, I have to be like so healthy. Mm-hmm. I have to feel my best. And so, um, I don't know. So I've taken the blood panel, I've taken I haven't got my blood panel back yet, so I'm I'm excited to, to see what that will tell me. But um the genetic test and then yeah, you guys see me on my Instagram, you see me doing this new thing. It's called Superhuman Protocol. If we had a whole episode, I might could tell you guys about it. Yeah. Do your research, look it up. It's like amazing. It's basically taking, you know, three um Natural variants from the earth and basically curing yourself—you could call it curing. I don't think that's what they claim, but they could. Um, but the curing yourself from the inside out, and so um, it's kind of amazing. I honestly feel really great, and um, I don't know. I'm just—I'm really obsessed with like taking care. I want to live forever. Okay. I'm immortal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I want I to be immortal. Yeah. I want to be this like 95-year-old and. I just wanna be like people think I'm crazy, superhuman and just taking care of my body and living off all my hundreds of millions of dollars. I love and, that. yeah, I just have this vision. So I wanna live to be old, so I'm taking care of myself.
1: Well, so. you know, you got your goat lamps so that <laughs> there, guy, <you> know, those
0: <laughs> are red lights, <laughs> They're red light as <laughs> yes. well.
1: You know, I'm just calling
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of
1: care. <laughs> it is so funny. Um, but yeah, I will say since we we don't really have the time to talk about it right now, but we did have like a midnight conversation about this when we were on a business trip a while back, and it was super cool. Like, I thought she was crazy until she told me all of this. I'm kind of on board, but I'm just got to go to her house to do it.
0: I think that we were having this talk over like a whole bottle of wine. Aren't we? Maybe, maybe really taking care of ourselves. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's it's kind of fascinating. talk about how healthy we are. Yeah, we're yeah. so healthy. Um, sometimes you just got to have. Damn a certain bottle of wine yeah. but um yeah i mean do your research it's called superhuman protocol it's yeah. incredible and then just you know figure out what listen to your body like yeah. figure out what your body needs and go from there you know i've one thing that i'll mention in case some of you health nuts that are listening to this or soon to be health nuts um i have the mthfr gene and so if any of you guys have that or figure that out like message me so we can chat because i'm in this deep rabbit hole and that gene basically tells like my body can't process folic acid or really gluten and Mm -hmm. so um it's just interesting because that's in everything that we eat Mm -hmm. and so um, if you continue to put it inside your body without taking the right supplements to be able to process it it has some really really bad long-term effects Mm -hmm. and so um it can just really F you up for lack of better words and so um that's what they actually call it the mother effer gene oh. it's like m-t-h-f-r yeah oh, it's crazy okay i love that right yeah. and, and so that's exciting i uh, don't know and so <laughs> if any of you guys have that or know that you have it message me because well
1: good thing we you have a aubrey because yeah, she's exactly. the queen of gluten-free yep, so she can help you out girl. there
0: exactly a little
1: bit, exactly um uh, so you know we talk about you know kind of you know, your personal life, your physical life. Let's kind of talk about your like connections, I guess, I'm and like your relationships um, a little bit more. So like kind of how do you manage being a boss, but also be a friend as well?
0: Um, why don't you answer that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, from what I see with it is you very much like give us direction You very much know, like, let us know, like, what our lane needs to be, but you're also there for us. Mm -hmm. Like, you also care about us, but you also push us to be more than what we naturally would just assume that we could become. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really feel like you do a really great job of being both a friend and a, you know, boss, because honestly, like, if you're truly a friend for somebody... You'll be their boss. <laughs> right. Like, because, you know, like, a lot of the times it's kind of hard to find that motivation for yourself. And, you know, to have somebody um, that can push you and will push you, like, that, it, to me, that's the best a friend could ever be.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, you nailed It's exactly what I was, you know, going to say is you have to become this person. hmm I treat my employees the same way as I do my my friends outside of the business, which I can't name any right now. Um, I'm just (laughs) kidding. I have a few. A couple. These are my friends. But they're the same. I do have a few. But they are... I treat them the same. And what I mean by that is, you know, I keep people inside of my company that I don't have to, like, constantly redirect. Mm -hmm. And if I have to constantly redirect you, you're probably not going to stay around long. And, you know... I, like, I don't want to babysit anyone, and no one wants to be babysat, and so, you know, that's one thing, and then the other thing is, you guys need to stop being friends that just tell people what they want to hear, Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you come to me, and you're doing something very immoral, and, and you're not doing something, I'm gonna tell you, like, and I hope that you would do the same for me, Mm -hmm. and so I think that's where a lot of leaders, you know, your, people that are in leadership positions, they get it twisted, like, Stop allowing them to pick up the phone and call you and gossip at night. Mm-hmm. Especially about people that are inside. Stop allowing that. Like, you guys would never do that because mm-hmm. you don't feel comfortable enough to do that. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same road with you guys. I know that I can't call you and be like, oh, Kirsten, da da Because you'd be like, whoa, that's my girl. And so I think just, like, the more that you... And the, the standard starts with you. Yeah. Like, if you can be... Um, the person that you want everyone to be, then it's going to naturally happen. Yeah, And so um, I don't have to battle that. I'm not yeah. like, because he also knows if he like, you know, I don't know, went broke tomorrow mm-hmm. and you called and needed, or not even that, your brief is mean to you. Yeah. You could probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, you yeah. Know. Never. <laughs> uh, but you know, you could call me and be like, I don't know what to do. And yeah. I would, I would try to assist yeah. you. I'm probably not going to tell you what you want to hear, but I'm going to. She'll tell. probably say it's my fault. I would probably, probably tell would you. It's your
1: fault, fault. If you've met my wife, right. you know, it's my fault, not hers. But. Right. It's not,
0: but I would be that way with anybody. That's friends, yeah. family, and, and all things. So as long as you're like who you need to be to your core, you, that that comes easy. That's yeah. not. And, and you know what? Like we still go out and we mm-hmm. like have our fun. We, you know, the other night we were out in Malibu. We yeah. all. I think you, me, and Kirsten drank a bottle of wine and, you know, had our, but like we woke up the next day and it was business and, and we don't get that twisted. Like there's no lanes that are crossing there because we're just who we are to the core and we can do both. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can go out and have fun and we can also get to work the next day. We know when to switch it on and off. And so if you set that example, your team will also follow suit and, you know, we've had some people inside of our business before that has been extremely toxic in that situation. Mm -hmm. And you know, and it's ruined and not ruined, but it's really tampered with the, the image of how the leadership should go. Yeah. And so it starts with you. Like yeah. if if those paths are getting crossed and it's a little bit sticky, it's because you are not being the person mm-hmm. that you need to be in a leadership position. So
1: I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So can we talk about like what your biggest regret and biggest accomplishment are in your personal life?
0: Oh my personal I'm life. I'm
1: switching that one up on you.
0: I was like, oh, um, personally, my biggest accomplishment, I'll start there, is, um, I've built this life personally that I have so much freedom. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, like, stand up for the values that I have, and I can do things with my family that I want to do, and not have to worry about the price tag, I can, you know, I don't want to ever, and I probably should more often, but I, I can take off work when I want to, and I can you know, go and do things that I want to do. And it's just the sense of freedom inside of, and then I've not just created it with me because I think that's where a lot of people go wrong in their personal lives is they like create it within yourself, Mm -hmm. but then you don't allow your spouse to have the same freedom and your children and Mm -hmm. you know, all these things. And so I have actually created that freedom throughout my whole family dynamic. Like we all have that freedom. And, um, I think that's my biggest accomplishment Mm -hmm. because it has, Created such a healthy environment and mm-hmm. space for us, and I wouldn't trade that for the world because I grew up totally different. You know, I grew up with uh, parents that had you know jobs that you know maybe sometimes we were living paycheck to paycheck, and it was just a total different dynamic. I had a great childhood. My parents are the reason why I am the way I am now, but um, the freedom. So yeah, and then my biggest regret is I wish that I would have started earlier. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you guys, I look at you and I look at Kirsten. You guys started this. It's almost like you figured it out really early.
1: We had a great mentor. Well, (laughs) yeah.
0: Thankfully, I kind of got my head a little bit screwed on a tiny bit straight before you guys came along. But, you know, I wish that there was a time in my life where I worried about Things that's just so were not important. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be accepted, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to be loved so bad. And not that I have like my parents always loved me. I know that there's probably trauma around that somewhere. I have no idea where. Honestly, that's how I deal with trauma is I just bury it. But I wanted in this like in my early twenties, I just wanted to be accepted and loved so bad that I would just like seek it from the wrong people, which hence is why I picked the totally wrong husband the first time around you guys that don't know I've said it before but I've you know was married for a few years before Josh and you know and good riddance to him I hope he's living a great life we just weren't good for each other Mm -hmm. um you know he was very unmotivated and I always had this like fire burning inside me to do more and you know from what I hear from hearsay he's still unmotivated and it's been 10 years and so we just never would have worked because like I am gonna work my ass off for what I want in life because I'm not accepting mm-hmm. normal and not accepting average. And so my biggest regret is I wish that I would have started earlier and woke up and was like, stop caring about the things that aren't important and like get to work because mm-hmm. I would be even further than I am now. So
1: I fully agree that. Thank you. Yeah. I think you, I just think you'd be like the queen of some country by now, you know, that would be nice. Shinobia. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, a lot of the things that you do, like there's, there's so much about you. But like, what is like a characteristic, like one characteristic about yourself that you want everyone to know that you think is what leads you to be who you are, what you are, where you've come. What is that characteristic?
0: Um, I would say the one thing that I one thing about me that I've never had to be like okay I want to be this way and it just came natural for me is that I've genuinely wanted everyone around me to be successful mm-hmm. and I have saw a side of that where I took the competition out of it because it's not competition mm-hmm. and that came I was born that way like I, I was born wanting everyone around me to live a life that they want to live mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um Honestly, that's been, like, my key to success because the more that I build up everyone around me, the more that I go up. And so um, I think that's the aspect about success that a lot of people, you know, it might work for a little while. But I know people that have, like, started these business ventures and, like, they to the core are not that way. They to the core are so... Um, disturbed and hear right. that um, their businesses have failed, and I've watched them fall apart because their intentions weren't right. And mm-hmm. so, I thank God every day that He put that on my heart that I was like, I want everybody around me to do great. Because mm-hmm. if can you imagine if you're in a room full of people that are doing amazing? Yeah. Like, or then or then imagine just imagine yourself walking to a room of like people that are just doing piss poor in their life. Yeah. Like, imagine the different. You know, mm-hmm. just immediate. Like you could, you could almost bounce from room to room, and mm-hmm. just like imagine the way your heart and the way you feel. And so human and I like worry that my team and the people around me are not going to grow with me, and that hurts my heart because I love everyone mm-hmm. so much, and I just know that like it will happen, and you know some people won't go with me and I want everybody to go with me because mm-hmm. I know that the other side of this insane hard work that we're doing right now in this phase that we're in is going to be really awesome. Mm-hmm. And so I am just, I stress about that because I'm okay. like, oh, I want, they're so capable, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know.
1: So we talked it, and this is you know, really out there and I know you might not be prepared for this, but... Um, you know, the other day we talked about kind of like the percentages of fallout and success. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. Um, they say like, you know, I was reading, I was actually reading a book um, and it was talking about, it kind of compared it to like money thresholds mm-hmm. or like growth and business thresholds. But it's like once you get to the threshold that we are in currently, um, it's like, was it 28% or 32? It was was 32. Yeah, 32% of people fall off. And when I read that, I was like, I actually like, it was on my Kindle and I like put the Kindle down and I was like, it was like two days before I picked the book back up because I was like, oh my gosh. Um, And I understand but then it was funny because, like, after I repeated it to you, yeah. you were like, well, that's already happened. Yeah. And I, in my mind, I was going, no. I, like, I yes. love everyone so much that we have right yeah. now. And I don't want to lose anybody. And yeah. so um, you were like, uh, ma'am. And you so started- I started
1: doing the math. And then, <laughs> once again, this was at midnight. Yeah. Over a bottle of wine. Yeah. Um, so I started doing the math. And I'm, like, listing up, the, you know, the, like, kind of our overturn. And, you know, the, this went different directions. And then compared to, like, who has been here like during all of this transition and it was literally 33%. Yeah. That's
0: it was so 1% weird. off. Like, that's So that so is weird. so crazy
1: that it yeah. was.
0: So maybe I've already lost the people yeah. and maybe I won't lose anymore, but you know, and I get that because like you cannot grow to the next level and phase, like unless the people around you see the vision and like, here's the key to that though. Here's where people get that so twisted is it's not about your vision. Like, okay. as a business owner, it's not about mine. It's, like, I have these visions for the company and myself, and, you know, I... the heartbells is going to be a $100 million business. We're going to reach 500,000 hairstylists all over the world. I'm going to have a jet, and we're all going to fly in it and live this lavish lifestyle and all these things. But, like... You need to go back to your people and go, what is your vision for your own life? Mm-hmm. And, oh, like, <laughs> you know, if you don't know, if, you, if your team doesn't know what their own vision is, like, that, will, that just never will yes, work. Yeah. And so, um, I'm really worried. So, to nail that down, because I've kind of, like, gone through these phases of growth. And I'm like, it all comes down to, like, there will be some people inside of our environment that do not believe in themselves mm-hmm. enough and are not courageous enough to figure out what their own vision is because that is what happens to all the world because it is a brave thing to go do you know how nerve-wracking it is for me to put out on to the world like I will have a aircraft a very freaking large one one day because what happens if that don't happen yeah it will happen but like that's the problem people yeah. keep thinking about what happens if I fail yeah what happens if I fail like Okay. You know, so.
1: It's like, you can't let, I mean, it's such a cliche, but, like, you can't let that fear of failure keep you you from reaching out Mm -hmm. or, like, accomplishing this because, like, you're only limited to what you feel like you're limited to. Right. Like, I.
0: I mean, do you know, like, that, just that goal in itself, I have a million of them that are huge, but, like, there will be a day that I will have to take 10 million of my dollars and go purchase an aircraft. (laughs) Like, can you imagine the amount of work and yeah. the human that I have to morph into to be able to make that happen? Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm already looking at it like a big monster. Like it's it's going
1: to be big enough to carry all of our suitcases. I know so, the like, suitcases you is might worse have to up that a little bit, right. too.
0: <laughs> so you know, like big, courageous dreams, but not everybody's brave enough to to yeah. think that way. And unfortunately, if you aren't, and your dreams don't have to be like mine like Mm -hmm. most of you guys aren't like they may be bigger than mine yeah but if you're not courageous enough to like set those goals and visions and then like chase after them unfortunately it's not you're not going to work inside of this environment Mm -hmm. because that's where we're all headed yeah so I love that and it's
1: actually funny we had a little exercise where we've started writing our goals daily um love that by the way and but like yesterday was like probably my first day of, like, truly doing it, like, especially mm-hmm. with, like, people, like, knowing it. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: it's on the window. Um, it is
1: on the window over there, um, but fun fact, the moment I got home, it all changed, so, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's, some of it changed, but, um, yeah, I totally realized I was, like, undershooting myself, so, like, there's one of those that you're a little, like, what does that Like, just know it's, like, doubled, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, I love that. I mean, you know that's a thing. Like I write down my goals every single day, and sometimes, if not once a week, twice a week, they they evolve. Mm-hmm. Like I get if they're really like more specific on what the things that I want, or they grow. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Because I
0: got an, I got a goal right now, and we'll talk about it
1: later. But I mean, I definitely have a goal now. So well,
0: tell us what it is. So, I don't, I don't, you can't do that because no. then people are gonna be Listen, like,
1: it involves other people. So. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so there's a, so just so I can put it out there, basically, I want to be able to give back to someone that has given everything to me. So I want to do what I think is going to solve all those problems and that they may or may not be having. And I just want to give the gift of life back to them that they give to me.
0: I love that. Now I want to know who it is and what you're doing, but we can talk about we'll it later. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> I love that. So, okay.
1: That's my new goal. So, um, you've seen an animal before. No, you just wait. I love that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, what do you think the world will look like in five years?
0: The world or my world?
1: All of the worlds.
0: <laughs> so here's my thing on that. I um, think this is an interesting thought because I had this the other day and it actually stemmed from, I it was like a Facebook post I saw and it was like, the way our world is going,
1: mm-hmm.
0: whatever else it said. And I was like, I get it. Like, we all got problems. Like, this world is asinine. Like, I, sometimes when I really open the curtain and look into what's happening in this world, I'm like, oh my God, close it back up, leave. Um, but, Here's my thing on that. Like, you have the power to narrate what your world is going to look like. Mm -hmm. I don't care how bad the economy is going to get. I don't. That's not one of my concerns. I'm not scared of that. Mm -hmm. Because my economy, like, this economy is just going up. Mm -hmm. Like, I am my own president. I am my own government. Call me crazy. It's just how I feel. Yeah. And, you know, I don't care what this world is doing. I do care because I mean, that's another talk for another day. But what I'm trying to say is, like, I know that no matter how bad this economy is going to get, I am in control of it. I'm in control of my world. And so in five years, what let's just say what my world is going to look like. Um, By then, we will have reached at least half of our goal of, you know, 250,000 hairstylists all over the world. Um, I will be then probably generating really, really, really large incomes for other people around me. Uh And we'll be just growing. People will be like... Kind of freaking out about what we're doing, especially just inside of our industry, but really just in the world in general, because I have dreams that go outside of our industry. I want to work with hairdressers, but I also want to work with people. And so um, that's what my world's going to be looking like. I just, I'm on this like quest to, I want to help people. Mm-hmm. I want to help people think differently, live differently, be different. And that's my quest. And so in five years, people are going to be like, that woman, I'm going to follow her because I not just on Instagram, mm-hmm. <laughs> in life, okay. um, because I want to I think like her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Love and that. I'm going to have my jet in five years. And I'm going to be right there with you. And they're going to be really Yeah. – I'll style your hair on it. <laughs> everybody but uh, Coach Casey is invited on my jet, yeah. and the reason why he is not invited is because he is my naysayer on that dream. He's like, why would you do that? You could just, like, charter, it'd be cheaper – I'm like you can't you put have your fun eating your on pretzels. Your on the side of it. Right. Yeah. You have fun eating your pretzels, sir, on your southwest flight because yeah. you will not be on my jet with our Dom Perion and yeah. go into Vegas. I'll meet you I have there. The slippers. I will actually not pick you up at the airport. You get to Uber. Uber. <laughs>
1: okay, so on your stories yesterday you talked about a little launchy launch that is coming up (laughs) um love the way i just said that um so can you give us a little bit of insight of this launch that is coming in 2024
0: um kind of i can't give everything but with harper ellis you know i feel like here's what we've done in the past. Like we've offered the education that we know provides a ton of value. Uh-huh. Um, definitely not charging probably accordingly to like depending on or considering the uh-huh. amount of value that we give uh-huh. in our classes. Um, and that's been okay with me. Um, the main thing about Harper Ellis is that I always want to be very ethical behind all of our decisions. And so I think in this past year, I've sort of taken a step back. You know, we were on tour last year. We did all these crazy things. This year, you know, we've had, you know, classes and we've hosted them here at headquarters, which has been so amazing. But I've taken a step back and I've put myself in the shoes of our customers. And I've really, you know, asked myself, like, what would serve those people the best? And so 2024, we're launching something. Um, And let's just say... You could say that it's kind of a roadmap for everyone, no matter what your goals mm-hmm. are. No matter if your goals are to be an extremely successful hairdresser behind the chair, mm-hmm. um, make a ton of money, get that money, put it in investments, or your goals are to build a business like we have, like Harper mm-hmm. Ellis, just like it. Um, and when I say just like it, one that scales to millions and millions mm-hmm. of dollars um, Your goal could be to educate with Harperless Hair Co. Um, so what I'm trying to say is no matter what your goals are, mm-hmm. we have basically a put-on-paper roadmap for you and something that will serve you so well um, for very, very, very ethical pricing. And... Because here's the thing, if my goals truly are to change the lives of 500,000 hairdressers, that's where I have to start. Mm -hmm. And I have to be so ethical behind every decision that I make, because it's not about me.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. The things that I want will come. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about that. So, in 2024, we're launching something that the industry is going to freak out over. And honestly, I'm freaking out over. Mm -hmm. And I know... Hey, I mean, after our meeting (laughs) over it, I'm
1: like... Lots of
0: work. It's going to
1: be lots of work. I'm so pumped. Yeah. Like, I am so ready to be yeah. there, you know, yeah. as a part of all that. Because yeah. it is going to change so many lives. Right.
0: It's something that the industry has never seen. Mm-hmm. It's brand new. It's not something that, I mean, there's nothing out there like it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the cool thing about this is no one can copy us. And the reason why is because no one is us. Mm-hmm. And no one has the information that we have. Yeah. And so what we're going to offer is just so true to us and so valuable for stylists all over and honestly i can see what we're about to offer kind of transferring over to just the general public Mm -hmm. i know that is like so you're like whoa hold on we're we're working with everybody now we might be yeah um maybe not immediately but i can see this being like so groundbreaking Mm -hmm. for businesses and people all over that are truly wanting to be on that path to success and growth But don't know where to start yeah. and need need that accountability and need help because yeah. I need help. I go get it also. And so I am so excited. Yeah, I'm
1: so, so pumped.
0: Yeah. I'm really excited.
1: Well, I hate to cut you off here. However, I gotta take my dogs to the groomer. You gotta go. So this is a wrap on another episode of the CEO Diaries. Yeah. Thank and you. And we will guys. see you next time. Yep. Yeah. See you next time. Bye.